talking about the first hustle being illegal coca-cola you know what i'm saying for the first like 15 years <laughs> a coca-cola they had real life cocaine in it you know what i'm saying oh, no doubt real no doubt. live cocaine in in coca-cola and then they you know it's like all right well let's just let's just pull a little bit of it out you know what i'm saying let's you know don't step on it a little bit <laughs> just, just yeah, step go, on it hey go get the baking soda you know? <laughs> <laughs> What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings Podcast. My name is Corey Paul, rapper, creative, and entrepreneur. And I'm Jamarcus Traham, a.k.a. Jay with the NBA, investor and teacher. Hey, man, we grew up in a neighborhood with like a 40% dropout rate and didn't read a book until we was grown men. But once we did, it changed our lives. So now we're breaking down books to build up culture. We are the Literacy Kings. Now... Fundamental. What up, what up, man? This is the Literacy Kings podcast, and uh, this is the first episode, the first episode where we'll be breaking down the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Um, it's foundational. It's one of the, it, it's been out for a long time, uh, and it's still one of the top 10 books on Amazon. Um, my homie Jay actually put me on to Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, Jay, you do a better introduction than I can for the book. You done read it five times. You done taught it. Um, so for people who have never heard of the book before, um, tell us a little bit about the book. Just kind of a quick shotgun of it. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. Let me tell you my interpretation of it. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, wrote by Robert Kiyosaki, is a book about uh, a kid named Robert, which is him, and his friend named Mike, um, and their uh, journey to become successful entrepreneurs and it's filled with six lessons that Robert learned from his rich dad. Robert was blessed to have two fathers, his real dad and a pseudo father, his dad, his friends, Mike dad. Um, he learned from both of them. Um, Robert's dad is an education and Mike's dad is an entrepreneur. So over the course of the book, Robert evolves into an entrepreneur, but this is his work combining his father's education passion with the lessons that his rich dad taught him. Dope, dope. So Robert came up with two dads. Me and Jay came up with no dads. You know, <laughs> negative, <laughs> negative. Dads. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, so we we didn't start reading until we got older, um, and once we did it legit uh changed our lives and so what we want to do is go each uh each episode each week and break down what we learning from rich dad poor dad um what it means to us you know people who came up like we did um and how we can utilize it you know to truly uh empower culture and and be the change that that we want to see so with with that being said jay you want to go ahead and jump in sure let's do it man Let's do chapter one, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So um, so the book opens up. Uh, it, bas it basically opens up um, with Robert being stunted on. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. basically, <laughs> that's basically what happened. You know what I'm saying? Uh basically Robert, Robert partners, they what they pull up in a in a lack, they pull up Cadillac, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no. You know what I'm saying? Um, they 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 finna take a trip, go on vacation or something. You know, um, hit you know they, they go to the beach house. 
Yeah, they finna go to the beach house. They taking the Cadillac to the beach house. You know, they they shining, they looking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they stunted on Robert. They ain't they ain't inviting him. He wasn't in the Cadillac. He ain't go to the beach house or nothing. Nah, man. Nah, man. Mm-hmm. You're not in this tax bracket, Robert. You gotta stay yeah, over there. You gotta stay there on that side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? So that happened, and Robert, like, you know, he felt like I don't know about y'all, but I didn't, you know, I didn't felt that before. You know what I'm saying? Plenty of times, brother. Yeah, you know, I didn't feel that before. And so that's where it sparked. Robert, like, nah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need, I I, 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 I gotta get some money. Why, you know, why he he go ask daddy, hey, why, man, why we ain't rich? Why our Cadillac? Where our beach house? Like, you know, wh- where we at? You know what I'm saying? What's up, Pops? What's popping, man? I mean, I gotta get in the game, baby. <laughs> Plug <Yeah>. me in. <laughs> exactly. You know, and so... Um, so that's where the first point come in, Jay, is, uh, what you said, you said the desire, um, the, the, the material things. Yeah. The material things build the desire. Right. Um, but that, that's not enough. And and you talk, you, you spoke real dope about that. All right. Um, the material things, man, they create the hunger, but they don't necessarily determine your success. Hmm. Um, in this chapter, in first chapter one, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, it was the material things that, that lead him thinking, man, I got to get this bread. Like you said, they um, they pull up in a Cadillac. Um, this is the 50s, uh, I, I believe 56 or something like that. Um, so he probably pulled up in a Broham or something. <laughs> uh, somebody, you know, Escalades what not back then, but yeah. probably pull up in a nice Fleetwood or something. And they seen, Robert seen them shining. And uh, he said his friends had new baseball gloves, new bikes, yeah, through that. Yeah, and yeah. I would feel like I'm at the bottom, man. I ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? My right. glove might have a hole in it or something. Um, right. Um, it's those material things that create the hunger. You know what? I got to get this money, man. They not going to be out here just shining on me. <laughs> right, right, right. It's right, not, right. And, and I, I feel him on that. Yeah. Um, But when he had that conversation with his father, his father kind of uh, brought him back to reality. Like, hey, you know, those material things, yeah, that's cool. That don't necessarily determine your success, though. Mm-hmm. Um, come to find out, those those guys, their parents worked at the sugar plant, and uh, Robert old man, he wasn't hating, but he was telling the truth, like, hey, if the government decides to shut down that sugar plant, they out of here. They gonna be unemployed. Ain't gonna be no more lacks and bikes and uh, baseball gloves and none of that. Um, so you gotta be careful. Um, those things just don't. You're not successful because you have those things. But uh, right. it was what sparked um, Robert's hunger, though. Just like us, man. Like the Jays come out. I got to have them. Boy, I, I walk to. around here with them eights on. And I, man, hey, man. I got to. Hey, give me a pair of them, Brett. Man, and mm-hmm. so it's powerful because at that point, it means so much. Like, all you know is what you know. So when you look around and you see, you see the value being given to having jays you know as soon as they come out then you like then that will give me value i don't necessarily understand the value that's in me or you know uh how valuable valuable i am alone but i nobody has taught me that nobody taught me that you know that i that i hold the true value yet so i see the things and now that becomes my focus so uh robert them did a lot of times what you do when you young and you need it them boys start hustling Boy, <laughs> they store hustling, <laughs> so they like. I bet we need to make us some money. They right. so they they start literally, they, yeah. <laughs> they start their first hustle. Uh, so them boys uh start making 
they they started uh collecting all of the recycled uh Tens, tubes. Toothpaste, yeah. toothpaste <laughs> tubes and start melting them down to try to get them to look like little nickels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, them boys was basically counterfeit. They was counterfeiting. Uh, no scamming. Doubt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Scamming. You yeah. know, we swiping cars now, but they was back then, they were creating the, the <laughs> nickels out of lead. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. We swiping now because we're in the digital age. Back right, right. Then, that was the version. Yeah. You know, yeah, so they no basically, doubt. they trying to figure it out. And, um, and so then uh, the old man found out, you know, about what they was doing. He like, he laughing like, nah, man, you can't. <laughs> Let me tell you what counterfeiting is. <laughs> yeah, you can't literally make you some money, you know. Right, but, uh, that's a heart though. Yeah, so, but that bring up the, a good point you said, Jay, which is the second point. The first hustle is is usually illegal. You know what I'm oh, saying? no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> the first um, hustle. Especially where we come from, man, because... <clears throat> zero guidance uh, or negative <laughs> negative guidance right. um, um, if we come from these uh, poverty stricken environments if we had proper guidance if, if our parents had it we wouldn't have been in that poverty stricken environment in the first place Straight so <laughs> if they could if they had their own business that we could run uh, we could just join their business and jump down with them we wouldn't be there in the first place so yeah. a lot of times our hustlers is looking at okay what's selling right now mm-hmm. and whether it's legal or illegal mm-hmm. i need to get me some of that you know what i'm saying exactly. it don't necessarily got to be a uh, crack rock or a uh, xanax or tabs it don't necessarily got to be syrup or nothing like that but hey man my first hustle was uh iceberg clothes out of the trunk of a car <laughs> you know what i'm saying i was slanging them joints bro <laughs> like, yeah yeah it depends um yeah. i think my first yeah, hustle do, was you. gucci print uh <laughs> i was i was buying it <laughs> I was getting them Gucci swatches, and yeah. the boys were cutting them out and gluing it. They cut the Gucci Gucci uh, print out and glue it on the check of the Nikes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was loaded up on them yeah, fake Dapper Gucci Dan swatches. and them boys. He Dapper Dan and them boys, man. I ain't even know I was knocking him off. I ain't, I hadn't even I hadn't even heard of him yet. You know what I'm saying? I did exactly what you said. I was like, "What's hot?" You know what I'm saying? was hot so you do the gucci swatches and then you know we was in middle school tripping you know so you know you we from houston um but we kids they talking about syrup so we uh let's see if we can stock up on some of this robotussin you know what i'm saying uh, let's see if we can ship this robot you know <laughs> now we um yeah your first one hustle normally illegal um man i uh i had um when I was in elementary, my mama told me that she reminded me. Um, my stepdad cooked real good, and he uh, used to make crawfish, bro. You know, he's straight out of Louisiana, so you know what. Yeah, yeah, about. it's going down. Um, my mom told me that I used to uh, put buckets of uh, crawfish in a in a tub or whatever, and act like it was uh, my lunch. <laughs> and uh, you know, she I would come home with like a, a bag full of quarters, bro, and I was letting them joints go for twenty five <laughs> twenty five cent of crawfish, bro. <laughs> Hustling. Coming back empty, Jack. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. and so, bro. Like on that level, on that level, you know, we we, we reminisce and we understand. Like, okay, you know, sometimes we had it in us when we young, right? Now here, 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 the problem go though. As that grow, as that first illegal hustle grow and flip it to the next one, flip it to the next one, because there's no 
true business structure around you that you know about, you're just trying to survive, then right. you start getting th them knots, you know? And so talking about the first hustle being illegal, Coca-Cola, you know what I'm saying? For the first like 15 years, <laughs> a Coca-Cola, they had real life cocaine in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no doubt. Real no doubt. life cocaine in, in Coca-Cola. And then, they, you know, it's like, all right, well, let's just, let's just pull a little bit of it out. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, don't step on it a little bit. Just, just, just yeah, step go, on it. Hey, go get the baking soda. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just step on it a little bit. We only leave trace amounts in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Then finally, all right, we're gonna pull it all out. <laughs> I tell this story because then they like, all right, they they cleaned up their hustle. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, they cleaned up the hustle and let's let's do it. Different. Double brand. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? But if yeah. you don't know how to clean that hustle up or flip that hustle, you know what I'm saying? You will think you just a regular street hustler and you ain't, you know what I'm saying? You you ain't buy nothing. But now nah, a lot of times because of our environments or what we got or whatever the reason, you may start in one spot, but that don't mean that that's where you got to stay. So that's point yeah. two. Um, uh, and so, was, okay, now, now, so after that, after that, his daddy tell him like, man, this ain't how y'all can y'all can't do it like this. And then right. Robert basically goes, all right, well, how do we do it? He asks his daddy, how do we, you know, make money? How you know I'm trying to be rich? And his daddy right. tell him, which and this was real. His daddy tell him, son, I don't know how to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm an educator. I don't yeah, know he how. He kept it 100 with him. He told he ain't, him he ain't game him. He ain't say, oh boy, you don't know nothing about that. There. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You youngster, you don't know nothing about that. Uh, like we get done, we get uh. We get youngster to death. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, straight up. Um, uh, or, or we get uh, strung along like our parents know something, but in actuality, they might not know. And instead of uh, letting us down, because they mm. think they're going to let us down by telling us that they don't know, uh, Robert Dad kept it 100 and said, hey, you might want to go holler at Mike Dad, though. Mike, exactly. According to my banker, Mike Dad, the man. Right, you know right. <laughs> and that take a lot, man. That... I imagine we I'm a father, you a father, Jay. You know what I'm saying? We didn't watch our babies since they was in the stomach and gave everything for them. And you know, you get to a point where you gotta tell tell them I ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? So, like you say, sometimes you don't want to do that, but I, I think that that point is encouraging to all parents. You know what I'm saying? And one, it's encouraging the parents to be like, man, if you ain't got it, it's cool. You got a bunch of other stuff, point them in the right direction. You know what I mean? And do we it, have I mean, to cut you off. Nah, do we nah. have uh, do we have someone to point them to though? Ooh, in our environments, that's another that's another point. That's all. I tell my point. I tell my students uh, the reason why you need to engage more in books and you need to actively Thanks. seek books because you might not have uh, a rich dad in your neighborhood because I didn't. Facts. Uh, I had to Facts. find rich dad. Um, that's good. And I found him through books. That's so, good. Yeah, same here. And and I'm constantly finding new new rich dads when it comes to different subjects. I got right. a I got a real estate rich dad. I got a stock rich dad. I got a um, business broker rich dad. And it's just it's through literature. I've never met these people a day in my life. Right, but right. Based on what they're saying, I'm I'm constantly picking up their uh their concepts and their skill sets from them. Right. So right. they are my rich dad. I just haven't met them. And and this that's a a good so. Cause when I met Jay, when I met Jay, Jay already understood a lot about the financial part of the game that I had no idea about. I was rapping. So I was rapping and Jay had already, you know, was investing and all of that kind of stuff. And so he started putting me up on game. 
You know what I'm saying? He started putting me up on game. And you, Jay was the first investor in my first album. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, my Grace Little Mercy album, Jay invested in that. You know what I'm saying? And, and put the bands up to, to get it to fly because he saw the vision, you know, and then it was album after album after that. But the point I'm the point I'm making with it is, you know, when talk, we talking about seeking for that knowledge. So he didn't have a rich dad. He started reading. This was before I really started reading. So he was the the entry the the entry of you know um my knowledge into the financial game as a rich dad and then started putting me on game where i read this book read that book you know what i mean right. so and we both from the, the hood you know what i mean so mm -hmm. it ain't we don't it's not that we have excuses it's just knowing hey man it ain't our fault but it's our problem and we got to figure it out you know also so, um we don't we, we can't do nothing about us not having a rich dad but we can become one for the next man that's good yeah that's good um, that's real good we can become one for our son you know that's real um, good austin key gonna run around here uh with his brother his little brother Jaden, and they might one day be trying to uh figure out how they gonna uh make some more money right pop show ain't gonna give them everything <laughs> so, right 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 so right. uh when they come to me like pop hey can we make some more money i'm gonna, I'm gonna put them in the game i'm gonna plug them in Right, you know right, right. That's good. So you only <clears throat> so coming from that, if you ain't got it, you're trying to get it, you know, a good point you made, Jay, was you know, you in the notes that you only pull when you give up. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you might be from it, but the only pull you only pull when you accept the mindset, oh, this is the only thing I got. So you gotta seek. And so that's what they did. Um they um they started working for Mike's dad. So they went and, and hollered at um they went and hollered at Mike's dad to work for him and so right. basically what mike dad did was he's like all right i want to work for me cool so he had him working in one of his stores but they was working long hours they was getting paid pennies you know what i'm saying <laughs> they was undervalued underappreciated you know what the, that sounds uh <laughs> that sounds like it uh still happens to this day you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying and they, you know they just he ended up doing it he's just doing it doing it doing it to eventually he get tired of it and he like man i'm gonna go talk to this man you know what i'm saying i got i gotta go this ain't right you know so he basically goes and he you know um goes to confront mike dad um and stop me if i'm missing anything jay but he goes to uh confront mike dad like hey man what's going on so mike dad no he knows it's only a matter of time you know because it's all part of his plan you know what i'm saying so when he come to confront him he have him wait outside, you know, like wait, like outside his office. He just got him waiting and waiting and waiting, you know? So he getting even hotter. Like, not only you underpaying <laughs> me, you overworking me. You got me sitting here waiting on the Saturday. Been out here for hours, Jack. You tripping, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, uh, Mike Shout dad, out to Rich Dad for being a great teacher through, great through teacher. modeling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a great teacher, you know? So, um, so yeah, so finally... Uh, finally, he um, he you know gets into the office. You know what I'm saying? And Jay, you can you can explain the conversation in there once they get into the office. Yeah. So once he gets into the office, the second time, because the first time he went to the office, um, they he left out of it with a job saying, "Okay, you're gonna work at the shop it for mm -hmm. three hours on Saturday." This is two or three weeks later um, after he get fed up at this um, the shop it. 
Mm. He like, man, I'm finna go back and talk to him. Cause Robert, right. in the meantime, Robert talked to his dad, and Robert got the uh, Robert's dad is with the union and the education system, so mm. he real employee based. So he like, his dad like, nah, man, that's against child labor laws. So Robert come back <laughs> to Rich Dad office with that union talk. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you right. know, my dad, they, you know, everybody say you a crook, bro, around mm. the time and everything, and. He gave him that that union like you got to pay us more. This is against child labor laws, and you know, oh, I'm gonna just quit. Oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> and Rich Dad sent back like, congratulations. You know, I knew you'd get there. Hmm. You know, what I'm saying basically, he said, you learned, you took my lesson, and you're a smart kid. You learned it faster hmm. than most adults actually learned it, because it only took you a couple weeks to realize something's wrong. Hmm. But then instead of blaming me. What are you gonna do about it? Because yeah. basically, what's the chances of me changing hmm. when, when you can change yourself? Right? Man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, gave him some solid man. At nine years old, man. And in the book, in, in the book, Rob, Robert keep coming back at him, right? Like they like like not yeah, coming they back. They go back and forth. They it's go back dialogue. and yeah, like so it's a dialogue. And so you know, he'll say a rich dad and say, "Hey, man." You blaming me? What you gonna do? And Robert will say, "Nah, but da 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 da," and they start talking. And he'll go back to, "Well, you did this," and he'll say, "Hey, you blaming me? What you gonna do about it?" You know what I mean? He keeps pointing to just what you, what Jay said. Hey man, you probably got a better chance of you changing and figuring it out than me changing. So what you gonna do? But yeah, that was good. You, you can go ahead, Jay. That was good, bro. Nah, I was um, I was just saying um we we come from where our culture we're unemployed and severely underemployed mm. and so if we have a job uh we're underemployed uh mm-hmm. as opposed to our skill sets and this goes from the smartest people that come out of our culture to the ones who didn't get an education they're still underemployed right um question is what are you gonna do about it like, you know what I'm saying? Like right. it, that 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 is a um a great point that right. uh people need to look at because instead of being disgruntled, instead of uh let me go find another job. Cause in chapter one, he also says that uh job is just a temporary solution to a long-term problem. Right. The long-term right. problem, the long-term problem is that you're not gonna be free. Especially right. you're not gonna be financially free because you're dependent on someone else. You're on someone else's payroll. Right, right. So is right. this a, is this a temporary solution to a long term problem? So he was trying to get Robert to see at nine years old, right? That that job is this temporary solution, and yeah. in our in our culture we have that same thing. We get disgruntled, we get this because we're underemployed, right? Yeah, but it's still temporary. Getting a better job, okay, congratulations, you got a better job until you raise your level of expenses. Then you're gonna have the same issue that you had at the other job exactly and the so and the, the thing that, that's important to, to remember as well uh, rich dad was talking about is it started in school you know he was you right. know saying how it's, it started in school and is based off of the the mindset that school is to build workers um it's a common belief uh that the system that we still use today in school was really pioneered around i think like the early 1900s um 
when they were building factory workers, when every, like everything industrial was, age, industrial age, yeah, you know, every, everything was built, you know, was moved moved through a factory. So when you was going through school, they trying to train you to be uh, on time, um, to understand how to follow the rules, you know, um, and how to think inside of the box, so they can plug you in and, and keep everything moving and keep everything spinning, you right. know. And so as the world evolves, uh, the school system doesn't. So they teach you, you know, you go to school, you, you do grades and you get a job and you go to college, you get out of college and you make a good, you know, you make a good job. I mean, you get a good job. But the problem with that is it's not set up for you to win. Because when you go through and you 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 cross all of these, you know, off your list, just the basis of the 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 compounding debt from college versus your your initial stagnant salary is not gonna line up you got a house and a car and student loans that have interest rates that's compounding but your salary is gonna stay about the same for a while right so then it makes us start to look at ourselves like dang what am i doing you know what am i doing wrong maybe i need another job maybe i need to do this and it's not that is is you doing something wrong you killing you trying to do your thing but the system that they've put us in um is not for us to win and so as that is as rich dad is trying to teach robert that he's that he's saying that's why you have to start thinking okay what are you gonna do not what are you going to be plugged into but what's going to be your plan to overcome it it can't be off of emotions it can't be um off of a, a poor or poverty mindset it has to be off of you know a evolved progressive mindset hey, let me um I'm put some more on that um he also spoke about the two uh primary emotions that humans run on fear and greed good uh the fear of not having enough money keeps them showing up every day for work, keep. I'm gonna just keep clocking in. I really don't like this job. I'm gonna just keep clocking in, keep clocking in. The fear of not having money. Mm-hmm. But once you get the money, it switches over to greed. Hmm. I want to buy this. I want to buy this. I want to buy this. And then you don't control your spending, and you just greed. You're just motivated by the desire to have things. And soon as you get that money, you spend it on what you have uh, agreed for, a desire for. So that creates a system of the rat race where um as soon as i get it i spend it but then now i'm back down monetarily now i'm back fearing that i don't have enough and it creates a cycle a vicious cycle Hmm. yeah and and that's what he says uh reading reading um directly uh directly from from rich dad um it brings it that brings us to to a good point uh is in, in breaking that cycle this cycle he says the rich know that uh money is an illusion um truly like the carrot in front of a donkey you know uh it's only out of fear and greed that the illusion of money is held together by billions of people who believe that money is real it's not money is really made up um hey man you remember on uh remember on blow well uh, uh Boston George, man, when Boston George first got caught, when he was starting off his little career, I think he was selling weed at the time. He wasn't mm-hmm. he hadn't moving into cocaine. Yeah, and went to jail yet. He went, he said, he went yeah. to jail with a with a BA in uh marijuana. And he went in jail with a, a PhD <laughs> in cocaine. Yeah. yeah, came out with a PhD in cocaine. But when when he went to court the first time, uh 
and he was small and his dad um was like son money's not real hmm. right and i looked at that movie and like i kind of got it a little bit what he mm-hmm. was trying to say based on the context of the movie but I read Rich Dad Poor Dad and it read that part about the it being an illusion. It's only because we think it's worth this and we think it's worth that. Then I thought immediately about what Boston George Boston George's dad said to him. I'm like, yo, it makes sense now what he was saying. Makes it's not real. Sense. It's it's based on uh we we put the value on it. Exactly. So let's do the let, let's so let's give a quick overview of what that means. Money's not real. That can sound real like ambiguous. But (laughs) what it basically means is this. This is not opinion. This is how it works, right? So Mm -hmm. the the reason, so the reason why a dollar is worth a dollar is because the United States backs the dollar. The United States backs the dollar, and we believe the United States is gonna, you know, have enough power to do what they say they're gonna do. So we trust that this United that this dollar backed by the United States um, is gonna continue to hold its value. I, Jay right. know if I get him the dollar, he can take the dollar, go to the store, and they'll accept it. And that works around the world because the United States is a global power, and we back it. So for now, for now, <laughs> for now, <laughs> right? So that's why it's worth it, right? That's why it's worth the dollar, just because it has power behind it, and we all as a people agree, yeah, this is worth the dollar. But peep it, the, the, the money, the dollar used to be actually backed by gold. It used to be only so many mm-hmm. dollars can be printed up uh, mm-hmm. based off of so much gold that, that we have. So then it had an actual value to it because for something to be valuable, it has to meet a few standards, right? For it to be a, a certain level of value, um, it needs to, to not be able to be easily manipulated. Um, it needs to be solid, right? It, you know, it can be it can be durable. Um, and then we right. can need to all agree on that, that this will last over time. So mm-hmm. gold was one of those things because you can't manipulate gold. Like, you know how they, they, they used to, they, they mine for gold. You can't right. make more gold appear because you want to. The earth will only yield so much gold at a time. So it keeps it on a little balance, but we can't just run it up. So you can't what, sell no dummy bricks on a gold. A gold. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? The earth only yields so much. God gonna only allow so much. That's why they took <laughs> the dollar <laughs> off. Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. Yeah, he like yeah, in 1971, because he like, hey, man, we need to print up way more money than we got gold. You feel me? So let's just separate it, and it's going to be on me. You know what I'm saying? The dollar going to be on us, right? So now, if the dollar's backed by the United States, we're in debt. <laughs> the United States, we're trillions of dollars in debt. We owe. And growing. And growing, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we owe money. So, how how much of my, is my dollar worth if the person that's backing it is in debt? That don't make sense. You feel me? You owe somebody that owes somebody, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Who said that's a rap line? Uh, it ain't that line per, per se. Where they were saying like you signed to somebody that signed to somebody. 
Yeah. I yeah. can't remember <laughs> no the line, but they was basically just trying to say, like, I own my stuff. You got it. You own a deal, and they, and you signed to somebody that signed to somebody else. You know what I mean? Right. So, so yeah, so when you start thinking about that, it's like, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What we doing? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's going on? So that's why I would say money's not real. It's not. That $100 actually only has the value because we say it's worth $100. And for now, the United States is powerful and they back it. Um, let me get, let me add a little bit more on that. For um, sure. Uh, animals were currency uh, in this country um, during that time period. Um, crops at some point were currency um, to where there was a, an exchange. So what happened was the exchange rates weren't the same. If I wanted to borrow from, uh, if I wanted to sell, i.e. an animal, for i.e. crops how do i know how many crops is worth the animal when you so, say i.e. what do you mean what does that for mean for example if i have for example if i have a um if i have a cow and uh i don't need that cow but i might need some textile or material i might need some cotton or something like that mm-hmm. how do i know how much cotton the cow is worth mm. so what, what what fiat currency does that's what paper money is is fiat, fiat currency fiat currency that's like my what, dollars in my pocket right what what fiat currency does is it creates a medium of exchange mm. to where okay i'm gonna give you I'm, i know how much this cow is worth in dollars and i know how much these crops is worth in dollars so basically you guys don't have to exchange that actual um crop anymore or that right. animal anymore you know how much it's worth that money so you just liquidate it into money mm. and then give your money to person b right right then, yeah so yeah. that way it's a medium of exchange also it's currency and currency like I, this also i learned that from robert kiyosaki later on currency is like a current it's meant to keep moving part of the reason why our dollar the value keeps going down is because you're trying to stop a wave mm. so if you're at the beach expect it mm. <laughs> expect mm. the waves to keep coming you can lay out there all night and they're going to keep coming why because they're currency uh, mm. uh, they're currents so currency should be thought about just like current it should keep yeah. moving if you park it in your savings account and it's not going to keep moving and it's not going to keep uh, being transferred from asset to asset, mm. which is why you're going to, over time, lose the value of that current. You're trying to park a currency. You're trying to stop away. Man. Dang. Bars. <laughs> Bars. I need to put that on the rap song. Somebody <laughs> tell Pharrell, send me a beat, man. <laughs> Bars, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, dog. So, Okay, so this is this is perfect because at this point, at this point, when I was going through my financial awakening, you know what I'm saying, and I'm reading, I'm like, okay, well, what I do, you know what I'm saying? Like, my job is bad. I can't have. A, I got a job, so I'm doomed. I, you know, what do I do? I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, the, I thought the same thing. <laughs> you feel me? I'm out of there, bro. I'm working at Target. I'm out of there. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> And no, 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 no. The thing is, 
once you understand the game you playing in, then you can understand how to move in it. So it's not that having a job is wrong or bad or you shouldn't have it. You ain't going to never make me and Jaden both had jobs. You know what I'm saying? That ain't the problem. The I problem, still have a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> Right. And, and, I just the, know, I, I know what I'm in. I know the situation I'm in. And yeah. I choose to be in it. Yeah, exactly. Because see, the problem is not you that you have a job. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. In, in my belief and based off of the book we're breaking down is when you count on that job and that source of income to be your everything financially. You, go, you getting that check cut by that job, that's your everything financially. Mm-hmm. That's the span of your financial knowledge. They give me a check and then I pay for my stuff and I save whatever's left. That that that's a slippery slope. And the and the reason why is because that system is not meant for you. They'll never create it for you to get above having to go to work. And then what if that company um uh bankrupt tomorrow? Or what if they have to lay off, you know, 500 people? Oh, what if technology people? replaces you? Or what if technology, like it's doing? You know Correct. what I'm saying? I walk, you go into a fast food joint and it ain't nobody at the counter. They just kiosk. peek around. Oh, just hit the kiosk. No oh, doubt. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you feel me? So, so, so that's the first thing I'm saying. It's not, it's not, it's not so that's not the case. The guy, your, your job, it could be solid. But now, okay, what do I do with this money? You know what I'm saying? What do, what do I do mm-hmm. with the money I get in order for it to grow, right? Currency, like Jay saying, keep that wave moving. How do I do that, right? And then, so another quote from the book that's dope. Uh, so towards the end of this long dialogue that I encourage y'all to read it. If you haven't read, so good, good point. If you haven't read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, rock with us and you will get the basis of it. We teaching all of the lessons. However, if you want to follow along with us or you want to read more, you know, on your own, we encourage you um, to get it. Um, you can check out um, Audible. You can check out Audible, get a free ch- trial for the for the audio book. Um, you can um, hit the link um, in the notes. You can hit the link that we got in our notes for the um, book as well for Kindle hardback and all of that. But um, grab Rich Dad Poor Dad and follow along uh, with us. You know what I'm saying? If, if you had a time, but if not, then just listen to us. Um, so at the end of that dialogue, Rob Robert is like, "All right." You know what I'm saying? Rich dad giving them the game. You know, they go back and forth, but he like, <laughs> all right, okay, I'm, 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 I'm rocking. You know what I'm saying? But he's still trying to figure out how to do it. And Rich dad, um, uh, he's still trying to figure out, you know, how to do it. And so Rich dad tells him this. He says, um, he says, keep using your brain, uh, work for free. And soon your mind will show you ways to make money far beyond what I could ever pay you. Powerful. You know what I'm saying? Man, look, he gave him the key to life. The, the yeah. whole key to life. The whole key to life. Yeah. Keep using your brain and you're going to be able to make money. money and Because cause it goes back. He kept saying, well, you did this. Well, you did that. Well, you, hey, man, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? So if... He, he also gave you another nugget indirectly. Mm-hmm. Another nugget is you're never going to get paid what you think you're worth. Facts. Oh yeah, that's good. That's that, he so he gave it to him indirectly. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna get paid that, especially if you're evolving. 
yeah. into a, getting smarter and smarter like you think you do. There's no way that your salary is going to keep up with your evolution. So anybody that's, anybody that's in the job thinking that, like I know that in my job, I'm constantly evolving, I'm constantly getting better. There's no way my salary is going to keep up with mm. that. So that's why I have investments outside because I want to keep my job. I love teaching. So, but I know it's, there's no way that salary is going to keep up with what I'm worth and what I deserve. So I'm oh. going to just get the money out, so, get the money from somewhere else so I can keep doing my passion. Hard, hard, hard. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, um, so after he tells him that, um, after he tells him that, um, Robert, Robert leaves and the takeaway is, um, the takeaway is now, if, if you're listening to us right now, um, then you have some desire to um, evolve, and so one of the keys is seeing what others missed. It ain't you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unfortunately, you know a lot of people may may not be thinking like like you thinking. You know, um, so you got to see what others miss. So Robert uh, and, and, and uh, Robert is working at the store. And now he got this new mindset. You know what I'm saying? He go back to the store. He working for the same amount. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good point, too. He go back to the store, working for the same amount, working his long hours. So it's the same situation. It's the same situation. But now his mindset is different. Right. Um, as a believer, we say sometimes God won't change your situation, but he'll change your heart. You in the situation. situation. Yeah. 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 You feel me? Yeah. And, and, and that's something to really take take hold to. So that's what he does. He go back to the same situation, the same money, the same hours, but now he got a new mindset and he's trying to see what he missed and how can he figure out how to how to uh, uh, be the change he want to see. And, Interesting point. Yeah. Um, Rich Dad helped him, helped him get to that mindset by offering him slow raises. All right. Well, how about 25 cent? Oh, yeah. That's good. That's how about... Good. A dollar an hour. How about like he raised it uh, so far to where he knew, okay, he ain't finna give me no dollar an hour. He ain't finna, but it, he uh, he uh, intrigued Robert's mind, and he did actually what employers are gonna do anyway to, to keep you. I'm gonna throw more money at you, right? Mm. Uh, they, I'm gonna put that carrot in front of you. I'm gonna dangle that carrot in front of you to where um, if I give him more money, I can keep controlling them. So right. he just dropping so many jewels in that one chapter uh, about how this actually going on to the average person today. Mm. Um, but but Robert was trained out of that early. So like, okay, 15 cent an hour. He's like, I ain't gonna lie, I thought about it. But my yeah. instinct told me to tell me no. 25 cent an hour. Man, that's a lot of money for people back in 1956. But I still said no. Yeah. A dollar an hour. And then he got to where it was ridiculous. He was like, man, he ain't pay me no dollar. Right, right. You know, adult money back then. That you know, but what he did to him, he uh, he got him out of that conditioning. Yeah. Uh, the name of the chapter is "The Rich Don't Work for Money." So yeah. if you keep if you keep doing that, you're gonna see you're not gonna be rich because that person's still gonna be ahead of you because they're controlling you uh, through the money that they're giving you incrementally powerful and 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 so because the, the things that he that he says is the rich don't work for money their money works for them right right the rich don't work for money their, their money works for them because it's only so much you can skip like you say even if he was paying them a dollar an hour it's only so many hours he can work 
you know what i'm saying it's only so many hours that he can work um physically so when we think about you know, me and jay was just we you know we always talking business and and you know it's 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 not about how hard can i go right it's if your mind you know if your mind can evolve then you can put things to work you can put your thoughts to work you can put your money to work you can put your resources to work for you so it's not that you got to go bang a hammer for every dollar right but you can put things to work for you so that's why the chapter says the rich don't work for money they let their money work for them yeah you can uh you can working for money is like living a box in a warehouse mm-hmm. you which can, i did you before come- <laughs> I used to do it at Target. I used to work yeah. in the back room. Yeah. And uh what I realized is I can keep coming in here every day and lifting these boxes. Or I can learn what my supervisor was doing in front of me. He learned how to drive the forklift. Hmm. So it's just like that with money. You could keep getting up every day and working for the money, but eventually your body's gonna break down. Hmm. But if you have you don't have any other machines going for you then when your body breaks down, you can't physically get up and go work, work for that money anymore. Well, right. um, building wealth, um, building your assets, it's like buying machines that's going to do it for you. Mm, so good. you can either learn how to drive a forklift with that machine and be way more efficient and can have way more boxes or you can work, work, work until your body breaks down and you literally can't mm-hmm. move boxes no more. That's good. That's good. So and that so that brings us to the point of when he goes back to the when he goes back to work, like we talked about, applying everything that we're saying, um, they start a, they they see a new hustle, they see what somebody missed. So the lady at the front, they noticed that, you know, she would cut the 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 top off of the comic books. And, and um, throw them in a bin. So Robert asks, hey, what do you do with these comic books? You know, she's like, oh, you know, the distributor come. I give them the top for credit and we, you know, they throw them away or something. I don't know. And he like, oh, can I have them? You know what I'm saying? And she like, well, yeah, if it's good with them, then it's cool with me. So they're like, yeah, you know, you can have them. So what they do is they take the comic books that the store was getting ready to throw away. And they start a little comic book library in the uh, basement. You feel me? Bing! Exactly. <laughs> and on, so he worked during the, during the week after school or, or on Saturday, something, whatever. But then when he offered work, he he was well, how much he charging? A nickel or a quarter or something? He charged uh, a dime. A dime. Get in. He was charging a dime to get in to all the kids in the neighborhood to come view the comic books. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he got he got his uh what his, his sister, sister or somebody mm-hmm. yeah to be over the money manage it. To manage mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? So uh that was his second hustle. He had cleaned it up and he started realizing how to utilize, you know, his mind. And that was powerful. Yeah, I um it's so much in that, man. It's so rich. Um first of all, you need to realize money is made with your mind before Facts. it's ever made with your body. Facts. Um the reason why the owner of the company makes more is because he already made the money in his mind mm. before he even set the company up. So uh, you, it's, you're never going to beat that. Bro. The, it's, it's just going to be, Is it? that's how it is. That's nature. You're never going to be, as an employee, you're never going to make more than the boss. The boss did way more thinking than you did before you filled out the application. Man. He said the whole system in place. You're one person, one thing in the system is never going to beat the whole system. 
Jeff Bezos, they they Jeff Bezos, they was telling asking him about like, oh, you know, you, you know, you excited about the the new quarter, you know, Amazon did so well last quarter, and da 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 da, you know, Jeff Bezos, he's the the uh the, the owner and the founder of Amazon, um, biggest co- company. Them boys grossed like a hundred and forty one billion dollars or something like that uh, a couple years ago, but they asked Jeff, they like. How you know you excited about the quarter or whatever he said, man, that quarter that you celebrating that happened five years ago. He's like, in my mind, I'm already 10 years into the future. He's like, you just seeing this happen right now in 2020, but I had planned this five years ago. I'm already somewhere. So it goes to exactly what you're saying. Like he already ha- has made it. He already create, you know, saw the money from Prime or saw the money from the Whole Foods, you know, acquisition. He already mm-hmm. saw that in his head before the 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 press release, you know what I'm saying, came out. So that, that that's that's dope. That's powerful. Also, um I also got this from Robert Kiyosaki, but it wasn't in Rich Dad Poor Dad. It was one of his other books. Um Thoughts become words and words become actions. All right. Yes. And he, he referenced in the Bible where it says the, then the word became flesh. Hmm. Um, the uh, the your own, if you're working, then your only thoughts was I'm going to go apply for this job. And the only action you took was to fill out the application and you hmm. got the job. But the owner of the company had a way bigger thought than you did. Hmm. And then those way bigger thoughts led, led, led to way bigger words, and those way bigger words led to bigger actions. Hard, hard. You so, bargain for what you get. Right. You get you get what you bargain for. Right. That's good, bro. So man, that that's so that's pretty much where chapter one uh chapter one ends ends. You know, like you know he 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 finds the new hustle, and then he basically just uh says like okay. He starts to have his new mindset, you know what I'm saying? How how he should think and how he should, you know, how he should move um based on all of that. You got you got any anything that we missed from the end of it? I think that's um, it. No, nah, that's pretty much it. The um you're not gonna get rich from a job, from working. Because right. it's it's tied to your labor. Um you're never gonna use OPM. And and uh, OPL OPM is other people's money, mm. and OPL is other people's labor. La- labor. Mm. So because you're not because you're the employee and you're using your own labor. Right, 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 labor. right. And uh, I'm sorry, uh, and you're not going to use OPM because you don't learn how to be an investor, so you can't use other people's money. Money, right? You right, also, right. you don't learn how to use other people's time to your advantage. Right, and right. You can't get that until you become the business owner right and and the stuff that we talking about like i didn't i didn't come up understanding all of this stuff jay didn't come up understanding (laughs) this like if some of the stuff that that you know we're saying sounds kind of like an idea man i i get it i know you know it's especially when a lot of the times it's you know it's so foreign you know but if you take anything that you had to learn you know what I mean? Even if it was at your job or anywhere where you saw it for the first time and the first time you saw it or even driving when you, you know, you may have seen people drive when you was younger and like, man, how can I do that one day? 
Um, but then after you just kept practicing, kept learning, kept practicing, kept learning, it started becoming like, oh, it makes sense to you. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing um, with with any of the issues that we're dealing with that affect us, you know, whether it be finance, whether it be um, um, social injustice um, or whether it be, you know, struggling uh, as a father. It's those different things that um, can really um they can really overwhelm us because we're not aware, you know, fully of how to navigate. You know what I mean? So I, I, I really want to encourage you as we, you know, get through the get through this book that it's it's pieces. You know what I mean? I didn't know what was going on. You know what I mean? I was That's ob- why I had to read it more than one time. Bro, I was over ob- my head. Yeah, yeah I know. You know, but the basis, the basis of what, what it comes down to. And as we read, you'll see that it's not about, okay, I read this book and this is how I'm finna throw money. I'm throwing money all day. You know what I'm saying? We bags on bags and, you know, we stunt now I'm getting the Lambos and all that. All that stuff is is stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, but understanding, um, understanding the principles and the knowledge of, you know, um, finances and the inner working of it, um, it allows you not to be a slave to the lender. You know what I'm saying? You start to understand um, how, uh, as a people, we can start building generational wealth and, and financial freedom. So, um, I would say um, you might not know everything that we're saying yet, but I encourage you to open your eyes in your own community because what we're seeing, what we're saying, it's in your community. It might be in a different version. Hmm, um, that's real. You might not understand why the um, the owner of the company, you might see their Mercedes parked outside, but somebody that's working there that's serving most of the customers might have caught the bus to that um, particular storefront or driving a different car up there that's not as prestige as the boss's Mercedes that's parked on the side. Like, you, can, I know I've seen it in my neighborhood and I was like, oh man, that's which common car? Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they own the store. Or they, but if you open your eyes, you'll start seeing the things that we're saying in your neighborhood. Man, this person worked there. Man, this person doing all the work, mm-hmm. and they working for Mister Such and Such. And Mister Such and Such, he riding around in this, and he riding mm-hmm. around in that. And the other person, mm-hmm. man, she working hard, but she don't get paid. Like, yeah. you'll start seeing what we're seeing if you just open your eyes, and then you put the book on top of that. Because what the book does is the book gives you why right. you're seeing what you're seeing. Right, you know, right, It'll right. gel in your mind and it'll start to make sense. We appreciate y'all taking the time out to check it out. Um, next week lesson uh, is it's lesson two with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We'll be talking about assets versus liabilities. Um, what's the difference and why it matters to you? Um, well, it does because if you can stack your assets um, more than your liabilities, uh, then you're on your way to becoming wealthy, not not just rich, but actually wealthy. And right. for a long time, um, I thought to be wealthy, you had to just have bands on top of bands on top of bands. Like that was a long way down the line. But actually, that's not the case. You might be a couple books or a couple years away from actually being wealthy. So make sure you subscribe. Uh, give us a five star rating uh, if you feel it. And check out next week's episode where we talk about uh, assets over liabilities. Uh, this is the Literacy Kings podcast where we break down books and build up culture. <laughs>
Love. Love. Now, reading is fundamental. fundamental.